the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly love, set the captives captives free. Each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Give up a chance. Give up your heart. Love never fails. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with Carolyn Spencer. Um, Carolyn was born and raised in Northern California. She's the parent of three and a grandparent to three as well, with one on the way. Woohoo! Congratulations. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, she recently obtained a paralegal certificate from UC Davis. She is a domestic violence survivor who moved states in 2019 to protect her family. And now that they're back in California, she's found her purpose to support those that are still bound by abusive partners and help them discover the same love of life and of self that she has come to know. Her sister, Lisa, is one of the co-founders of Redemption House of the Bay Area, yes. um, which we are uh, we love so dearly. And um, she is now involved also with the Redemption House of the Bay Area. And she serves also on the board of Capstanoma, providing many resources to low-income community. Welcome to the show, Carolyn. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Vanessa. I really, really appreciate it. Absolutely. Well, I'm so glad you could come and share your story. And, um, you know, it's not a... It's hard to see why you're doing what you're doing. But, you know, why don't you tell us yourself? You're a survivor of domestic violence. Um, why does working with survivors of domestic violence or human trafficking, why does that mean so much to you? You know, Vanessa, domestic violence is incredibly embedded into our way of life. There are so many things that we don't recognize as domestic violence growing up and going through the paces until you become an adult and you realize what's right for you and what's not right for you. And you kind of do some, some inner work to see, to see where, where things could have been changed or where you might need to do some work on yourself. And my, my reasoning for wanting to get involved and give back is because it's so well known. It's hard to identify the red flags, the warnings, you know, the warning flags, the, um, the symptoms before the actual illness, so to speak. So that's something. Wow. 
You know, I've been looking into domestic violence from many different perspectives. And one of the things that has, you know, just jumps out at me is the impact that domestic violence has on children. Um, yes. Children who live in DV households, um, they have excessive fear, uh, fear of harm or abandonment that sometimes they feel guilty because they're not the ones getting hit or hurt. Um, they can't maybe express empathy. Sometimes it has an opposite effect. Maybe they're habitual lying because they're used to covering and covering and covering. Yeah. Have you, you know, in your personal experience or uh, with the victims that you work with, have you seen that family dynamic with the children? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, speaking for myself, domestic violence has been a part of my life as far back as I can remember. Um, my, I was told stories of when my mother left my father due to me repeating her screams when she was being abused. And then, um, growing up as a young child and witnessing, uh, my mother continue those same cycles, um, with a, a sec, you know, my stepfather. And, you know, at that time being from five to 12, I remember thinking I will never be in this situation. I will never allow a man to, you know, victimize or harm me or make me feel this fear um, that I felt and witnessed my my mother. And then fast forward 30 years, I I did indeed allow a man. Well, I want to take that back. Allow. I did indeed find myself in a situation where cycles were repeating. And at that point is when well, actually when my daughter saw it was when it became full circle for me. Um, being able to see, have that light bulb effect happen when I witnessed my daughter watch me being chased around my home by my current abuser with a knife while screaming for her to leave with my younger child outside the front door. That was pretty pivotal for myself. Wow. My goodness. Yeah. The pattern repeats yes. itself. It, def it definitely does. Why does and that I, happen? Why, Carolyn? Why? You know, I, I, I think it has to do with the with an understanding. I think that a lot of people don't understand why people do or don't make the decisions that they do or don't make in the moment until they themselves are experiencing something similar later on in life. And they have that reflection like, oh. I understand why that person was unable to leave. For me, it was like, oh, I have a little bit more empathy for my mother because I understand now why she was, quote, weak. She wasn't weak. She was doing what she needed to do to maintain. That's what she was able to do to the best of her ability. But as a child, I didn't understand that. I didn't understand that at all. I, all I could understand is that she was allowing this to happen to her and to myself, you yeah. know? Yeah. I, I wonder, and, and, you know, I think there's been quite a few studies, but I want your personal opinion on this. Do you think that the experience of domestic violence as a child, it communicates something to the child about their worth, which oh, they yeah. then take into the selection of the, they look for the same kind of partners. They look for oh. the, the same patterns because they're holding the same value of themselves that they interpreted from their parents yes. relationship. Oh. Yeah. Mm. No, I would absolutely agree with that statement. I can remember, you know, 
being woken up in the middle of the night to things hitting my door in the middle of a fight from my stepdad Mm -hmm. and my mom and being coming out and being the parent Mm -hmm. and hearing the, my stepdad's reasons for being upset with my mother, her shirt Mm -hmm. was unbuttoned and we can see her, her breasts. Well, Mm -hmm. Diane, you know, my mother never bought clothes for herself. And so her shirts, you know, everything was a little older. And so it wasn't intentional, but it was just those things that stick in your mind. And so over time, hearing these things, you definitely get conditioned to look down at people who are being abused or not believe somebody who's being abused because I'm listening to the abuser and I'm listening to my, my mother and he's giving me reasons why she's overreacting. So these all go into my, you know, the young child's brain and it's hard to show that empathy in the moment. Even if you know, this isn't right. Sometimes it can be hard to speak up because a lot of abusers will have good reasonings for, for why they behaved the way that they did. And, and you know what, guess what? You were a child. So you didn't have the mental faculties to process any of that anyway. You know, you know, you're being parentified, which by the way, I think the parentification of children in a domestic violence setting is one of the most harmful pieces of the trauma because you grow up uh, being overly responsible oftentimes for an abuser as an adult, you become their mother, you become their, you become their caretaker. Why? Because I'm used to taking care of people that are out of control. Right. So, okay. We're on to something here, Carolyn. Okay. We're going (laughs) to, um, We're going to take a quick break. Um, We're going to come back and talk a little bit more about your involvement with Redemption Redemption House of the Bay Area. And we'll be right back. Thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Starting this week, Operation Christmas Child will host Project Leader and Kickoff Countdown events throughout the Bay Area. Come learn how this program collects Christmas gift boxes from your churches, businesses, and community and distributes them to children in need worldwide. These boxes are filled with toys, school supplies, and hygiene products by people like you who want to make a difference in children overseas and their lives. Who These are children who may have never received a new gift before. Did you know that since 1993, nearly 540,000 volunteers worldwide have delivered over 209 million gifts to children in over 170 countries? In 2023, Operation Christmas Child uh, would like to reach another 11 million children in their 30th year of ministry. At their events, you'll be able to meet regional team members and learn how to work with others in your community to make a gift box and spread the word. Learn how children hear the gospel and become disciples of Christ. At some of their events, a guest speaker who has received a gift box will share their touching and personal testimony. And so you want to mark your calendar September 23rd in San Jose. Join in or visit SamaritanPurse.org forward slash OCC for time, date, and location information and click on the Project Leader Weekend picture. Uh, Excited for you to get involved in this wonderful ministry and so grateful that Love Never Fails can do our part to promote 
the love that is being provided to so many children across our world. Merry Christmas! Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Carolyn Spencer. And uh, she is a survivor of domestic violence who is um, part of the Redemption House of the Bay Area and also on the board of Cap Sonoma. And she is talking today about her experience as a survivor, but also how she is using her voice to educate the community on this important topic. Um, We just talked a bit about kind of the personal experience that Carolyn had, both in her own childhood and her own adult life. And I wanted to just talk a little bit, you know, you've been at a couple of our LNF events and you're out. Uh, you know, doing uh, events with Redemption House of the Bay Area. How do you see the map between DV, right, domestic violence and human trafficking? Is there an intersectionality there or a connection there? Or do you see any similarities? And what are the differences? Uh, Absolutely. I I absolutely believe that domestic violence is the cornerstone for a lot of problems that affect you know, our, our, our families and our youth today. Um, domestic violence promotes fear. It promotes, you know, it grows people pleasers. It grows people who are more concerned or hyper aware to their surroundings where they're not able to themselves grow into independent thinkers because they're constantly concerned for the feelings and thoughts of those around them. So it takes away their personal growth. Um, you know, you mentioned, you know, having children, you know, they, they become the parents of, of their parents that takes away their childhood. So you will then have a lot of, of adults out here trying to reclaim or relive that childhood that was, you know, stolen from them because they Mm. were not allowed to be. And then there's also, you know, um, you have the children taking care of their siblings because the parents are addicted to drugs you know, or or trying to maintain that abusive relationship, walking on eggshells, the parents that are trying to hold it all together, you know, the best way they know how are are um, are not able to give the children the love and attention that those children need in order to be and feel, you know, successful, thriving, uh, you know, lives. Um, it's more about fight or flight versus flourish and blossom. So, yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah, and so when you think about those those challenges, do mm-hmm. you see similar challenges with a survivor mm-hmm. of human trafficking, or is it? Oh, absolutely. Very different? Mm-hmm. No, I think I think it's very similar. I think that you know, sex trafficking, they abuse you know they abuse their survivors and victims to the point where where they don't know themselves. And it's very similar with domestic violence survivors. With my last relationship, I was asking my daughter for clarity on certain situations because of the amount of gaslighting I was receiving. I did not, you know, I, I felt so unsure of my own thoughts and feelings and opinions. I had to ask my then 15 year old daughter for clarification. And that says that's, that's eye opening, right? Yeah. Because I'm asking my child if they if 
if this event happened the way that I thought, or, you know, like just not knowing. And that is that to me, that's wild looking back, right. To think that I had to then put that burden on my child to then help me be the parent. That's, you know, I then took away some of their childhood. So yeah, those, those cycles are, are, are definitely interlaced. Um, I would say it's also interlaced with, you know, violence, uh, gang life, um, Anything where people are leaving a, a hurtful situation to be embraced by another situation is not a great place to be. Mm, you know? Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Um, sometimes people think uh, what I've realized as I've been doing this work is that I'm not just um, assigned to address uh, sex trafficking. Like I thought right. that's what I was assigned to. But really what I'm assigned to is exploitation. Yes. And exploitation shows up in a lot of different places. It shows up yes. in sports. Yes. It shows up in corporate America. It shows up yep. in the purchases that we make. Um, you know, when we when we buy things for pennies on the dollar because somebody else is making them in another country and is getting paid a, a penny to make, you know, something that we pay hundred dollars for. Or when we um, you know, when we, uh, you know, value somebody based on their, their, what they have or, or yeah. their way they look or, you know, and we coerce them, like you said, the gang life, you know, where we say, yeah. you know, your parents aren't there for you or they can't get you these J's coming, coming, you know, jump into this, right. this uh, crew, right? It's exploitative. It's coercive, yes. right? And yeah. You know, even when we do the relationship, when somebody's trying to, oh, I'm going to offer you love. Oh, I'm going to be here for you. Oh, yeah. you know, you're so beautiful. And they reel you in, whether they're doing sex trafficking on you or they're doing domestic violence. It's still coercive. It's still using yeah. a vulnerability you have to get yeah. the upper hand on you. Huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very predatory. Very predatory. Yeah. And all aspects. And it's definitely, you know, I would say the, the flags to look for is if anything comes at the price of anything else, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. if, if we, we could just be a happy family, if you would just listen, no, mm -hmm. <laughs> we would just be fine. If you, you know, would just not talk so much, no, you know, or you're so easily offended. No, I'm not. This is a boundary. And I think that that's something too, you know, Something that goes into domestic violence is that the, the the way that we are being forced, and I do say forced because it's not easy to live in California these days or any state, but here specifically, you know, being a sole provider for your family, that requires your the parent to be gone a lot of the time. So what are our kids getting into? What are what is around? And um Unfortunately, the resources that I had as a kid growing up are no longer around in Sonoma County. They're right. after school programs, even for domestic violence. You know, there are some things that are being talked about and we're trying to put together out here in the North Bay. But there are just there's one safe house in Sonoma County run by the YWCA. And in the last I, I you know, from a few people who work in domestic violence and sex trafficking, not one person can recall anybody ever getting into that house within the last five years. There's wow. one facility in Sonoma County, which is outrageous, outrageous. Um, wow. Wow. So we have yeah, to so, 
So thinking a little bit, you know, I'm thinking of I read an article and the article said, you know, we know that women, women, men, you know, all genders can mm-hmm. be um, impacted by domestic violence or human trafficking. Right. But women are are definitely more often the victims here. And there this article is its title. It's from Time magazine and it's uh, self-silencing is making women sick. And it says that women account for 80 percent of autoimmune disease they are at higher risk of, su- of suffering from chronic pain, insomnia, fibromyalgia, long COVID, irritable bowel syndrome, migraines, die after heart attack, depression, anxiety, PTSD, anorexia, wow. you know, all of these mental health issues. Right. So and they found that women's uh, one of the things that is um, contributing to this illness is self silencing not speaking out when it doesn't seem right not listening to yourself Mm. not 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 you know living under the gaslight like yeah yeah and so i want to i i want i I really want to i want you to dig into this i'm going to take a break now because i want to give you a lot of time to go through and kind of take me through uh, why, you know, you went to your daughter to ask for, you know, her perspective. Yeah. Um, what had happened leading up to that? And, you know, and then did you get away from that? And what, you know, the, the gaslighting, what does that look like? So people might not know what that actually means. It's very important as we okay. think about the health of these survivors. So we'll be right back. All right. Thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Are you struggling to find peace in your life? Feeling anxious? Or going through a difficult life storm? Scott Dixon, a Christian humanitarian filmmaker and host of the Dove Teachings web series, wants you to know that you are not alone. Go to doveteachings.org to see great Dove Teaching lessons, pastor insights, and aspiring testimonies. You can watch the current show and more at doveteachings.org. That's D-O-V-E teachings.org, where you will find peace in your daily life through the teachings of Jesus. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today and we are just having a great conversation uh, with Carolyn. And uh, Carolyn is part of Redemption House of the Bay Area. Um, She's also a board member of Cap Sonoma um, Carolyn Spencer. So thanks so much for being on the show, Carolyn. So before yes. the break, we talked about 
gaslighting. We talked about women being silenced is actually yeah. impacting our health. Tell, tell me what your thoughts are on that. What does that mean? When you started reading that magazine, I was thinking, absolutely, there's a correlation. Um, if you think about when you hold things in, how that makes you feel inside generally, then think about that compounded daily, monthly, yearly by an abuser where you're actually never free to speak up. I would think that that would deteriorate somebody's mind. Yeah. Um, and would also probably lead to a lot of depression, not feeling like you have a safe space. Um, gaslighting for me, um, my abuser made it very, uh, it was very important to my abuser to have his opinion be the end all stop all. So um, the situation that that sticks out to me in my mind is we were working on my car in, in the garage and I'd asked him if he wanted to see the YouTube video. My daughter was there with me and he's like, no, I got it because narcissists tend to know what they're doing. So, um, you know, he gets under there and then he gets frustrated and I became the reason why he couldn't do it. And why didn't I watch the video? And so I had to go back to my daughter and I said, I did ask him if he wanted, like, it was just something that simple. Like I, I was like, I did. Right. And my daughter was like, yes, you, you absolutely did. And he said, so the fact that I had to confirm and draw her into that situation, I didn't like it, but it was that was at the start when I was starting to realize like this is not this is not actually what I need to be. I need to be thinking for myself. It doesn't feel right. Things are not feeling right. Um, for me, my red flag was having to ask my child. Um, it could be totally different for anybody else. But for me, having to verify with my child what had just happened was was an indicator for me. Um, we ended up. I, I ended up connecting with, well, I will say this too. I'm going to be very honest and vulnerable. I relapsed with that ex. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. part of the way that he kept me was, you know, justifying my drug usage, right? Because it's mm -hmm. okay. It's the behavior that he was doing was not okay, but the drugs that I shouldn't have been doing were okay. If that makes some twisted sense. And so I needed to get clean and I needed to get away from him. And he was a parasite. So I hooked up with the domestic violence agency called Save in Newark. And they moved my family and us to Colorado and uh, where we lived for a year where where we knew nobody. We had to dig deep. I used, you know, spiritual ways, tarot cards. I used whatever felt right to me to get back to who I am. And it also, you know, led down to a long healing path where I've identified a lot of other contributors to the th reasons that I went through what I did. And um, and now I'm here just to hopefully stop other women from having to go down those paths to uh, to avoid some of that pain and trauma and to help break some of those cycles. But we, we did. We moved to Colorado. We lived there for a year. And um, then we just COVID hit and we needed to come home and be surrounded by love and family, which is where, where we are now and uh, jumped back into um, Sonoma County and being a part of, of programs that help our youth is, but has been the most healing aspects for me, you know, um, but yeah. that gaslighting takes a long time to undo. You yeah. Know? And, yeah. 
Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. So some of the things uh, that um, are recommendations about gaslighting specifically, obviously, I'm going to say uh, recommend people pray and, yes. um, you know, and just yeah. make sure that what you're hearing uh, lines up. You know, if somebody is telling you, oh, well, go do this or go do that, and it doesn't line up with the word, then I'm, 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 I'm yeah. not going to be in agreement with it. So yeah. that's, that's, that's step one. But step yeah. two in my mind is just some practical things that I see, uh, you know, on this list that, um, that was created by Very Well Health. It says here, um, keep a journal, write down things that are said or done to you that make you feel uneasy or confused and you can start to identify patterns by keeping a journal of what is occurring. Um, I like that. Also look for inconsistencies. Um, gaslighters um, tend to contradict themselves or mm. deny what they've said or done. But when you have it written down, you know, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. I'm not making it up. It's written down. Um, and then of course, you know, seek support. Um, so the thing, the themes of the behaviors that a gaslighter might do, um, and or someone with a nicer narcissistic tendency right. tendency right. is they downplay or hide their administration or things that they've done wrong. They discredit the opponents. They use yes. controversy to divert attention. They, um, they lie. They discredit yes. others. It's, it's all about psychological manipulation to make someone question their own sanity, right? Oh, yes. And I would absolutely say, like, if you're confronting them and they're getting angry, <laughs> you're probably on to something. You hit it, right? You hit the nail yeah, on the yeah. head. Exactly. If they're getting angry, you're right. <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. I can, I can remember that. Uh, yeah. you know, I also am a survivor of domestic violence. And okay. boy, when you would hit that nail and you would say something and it was truth, it's like it oh. would be fireworks then. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I another- wanted to, to talk to you about a few other things. Right. So thinking a little more into um, the dynamic. um I found that being with someone who was a, an abuser, I began to become more abusive. Did you experience yeah. that as well? Um, I did. Yeah. You start yeah. being verbally abusive. You start plotting like how you're going to physically be abusive. Stra- yeah. Strategizing. Yeah. You, well, you know, you want to get well, from, and it's unhealthy. You want to get yeah. your lick backs too. It's super unhealthy because mm-hmm. you, you're in this cycle and, Yes. Um, For me, I found that my kids would get more of a, you know, brunt edge from me. Mm -hmm. And then I would have to check myself and go, you know, apologize to my kids. But um, it's a horrible cycle. You know, they get drug. The kids get drug through every emotion, every situation. And, um, you know, I always apologize to my kids and my kids say, you also showed us how to leave. So mm. that was really important, uh, important to me because, you know, co- communication is huge. Um, I am still a people pleaser. I'm working on that. I 
still have a problem feeling left out. I'm working on that, you know, but just starting to love yourself is the best. It is the best form of self-protection is loving yourself, you know, regardless of what anybody says. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Loving yourself. I can. And, you know, the first step for someone who may just be to make that call. And so um, be kind. Yeah. Be kind to yourself because for me, it was not being so hard on myself so that I could call somebody because then Mm -hmm. I would get in my head, well, I probably deserved it or Mm -hmm. I did this and I did not deserve it. Nobody deserves it. I don't care what a person child has done. You do not deserve to be, you know, made to feel less than or not good enough or anything, you know, that's right. right. And if you're listening right now and you're thinking, I, you know, I want want to get help and and I deserve to get help. Um, I'm ready. Um, you can call right now. 1-800-799-SAFE. That's a national domestic violence hotline. Uh, or you can text START, S-T-A-R-T, to 88788. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Carolyn, um, Carolyn Spencer, and we are talking about domestic violence and abuse. And um, I wanted to talk a little bit uh, about your Sonoma uh, work. What is that? You know, you're, you're serving low income community members. What is that? involved. So talk about full circle, right? So before I moved to the East Bay, uh, CAP Sonoma is Community Action Partnership. And they, I believe they're in almost every county state, Mm -hmm. like throughout the states, right? Uh, So they have a program that I actually went through many, many years ago. um, And I am now full circle serving on the board of the the program that does that uh, 
that service. So it's actually very cool to be able to help people who are on the same path as me. Um, people who are maybe needed a little extra support, um, financial management classes. Uh, they provide, um, let's see, security deposit, uh, first month rental assistance there. We maintain the Head Start programs throughout the county. So, and there, there's many, many services. They do dentist days. They bring a lot of services to underserved communities. And I am so excited to be a part of this board and to be a part of everything that they're doing. Such a reputable company or organization, I should say. And um, I, this is my first month being on the board. And I'm just excited. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. So, <laughs> Wonderful. Um, wow. Yeah, thank you. I'm looking at their website and boy, they've got some, I've actually, uh, now I see their logo. I think I've applied for a couple of grants from them. I didn't get them. Okay. So, but maybe okay. next time, maybe next time, but, um, <laughs> but, but the, but wow. Yes. I see the initiatives here. Um, yeah. They have, um, you know, work, they're working to create a whole family approach. Um, providing yes. training to people, leadership training, public policy and advocacy, racial equity programming, um, yes. food, um, food insecurity programming. So just a ton of uh, wonderful resources here. Yes. Um, I'm looking at the, um, the national page, uh, communityactionpartnership.com, but there's one for Sonoma as well. And um, wow, a really cool resource here. And I did not know that they do rental assistance. So that's yeah. absolutely top of mind um, for yeah. uh, for the people that we serve. Right. Because when you're coming absolutely. out of TV, they need they need we, services. We need yeah. Services. Yeah. We need services. So. And that's actually, you know, Vanessa, that's part of the reason why I went ahead. I always said I would never be a paralegal. I've worked in law forever. And I was like, I'll never. And here I am nevering, right? Because I now I'm a paralegal. And um, you said something about, well, I heard reentry. I don't know where I got that from, but reentry for me, I'm talking about for the adult populations, name changes mm -hmm. for um, sex trafficking survivors, um, yep. you know, t t TROs like emergency mm -hmm. TROs, name changes. Yeah. These are little things that I'm able to do by myself that I can provide yes. that service, which is what I wanted to do for um, the folks coming through Redemption House, provide that yes. at, you know, no cost. So. We're going to have to tap in. We, we need to talk about that because yes. <laughs> um, someone actually was suggesting, they were like, you need to partner with the paralegal because um we go through, um, you know, your typical in the different mm -hmm. that we're in, we go through the Family Justice Center and there can be a delay, right? Yeah. When we're, but if we have, you know, paralegals that are willing to help. Right. Yeah. Or name changes, like you said, huge, There's huge to, to get a name change. Right. Reclaiming yeah. who you are, a piece of who you are. And that's a big deal. And for me, it was an expungement. And I'm happy and I'm working on that for a couple of people um, this week. So getting my feet wet and I'm thinking yeah. classes, I'm thinking we should do some work classes. And, I know, agree. And we, we empower the people and the people can have a ripple effect, you know, like we can help people help others and keep going like that. That's the goal. We need to turn this around. Yeah. Well, and one thing that comes up for me when you talk about that, because people are probably listening, you know, Okay, expungements. That means cleaning your legal, you know, record. Mm -hmm. I want everyone who's listening to understand that there is part of exploitation 
part of domestic violence is financial abuse. So all of the bills are put in the victim's name and they're forfeited on. They're not paid. There's cars that are purchased. There's homes that are purchased. There's credit cards that are opened that run that are utilized to run the criminal operation. And then that person who's already been raped and beaten and everything else is now left holding a bag financially for the for for seven years, potentially at a minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, the the way that these. Yeah, absolutely. So you help them to expunge their record or in the case of like I'm thinking of I think it's AB 262, which allows for vacature, complete vacature, um, you know, you would help with things like that. Is that right? That is correct. I'm getting my feet wet and I'm hoping to do, you know, as much as I possibly can uh, for anybody who needs it. You know, I have a another paralegal who her her and myself will hopefully be opening something around the start of the year. And, you know, definitely services are intended to be provided to certain groups for free. No, no charge at all, period. Um, And that's, that's something that motivates us. Definitely. Yeah. And even I mean, even just um, you being a survivor and kind of being able to do trauma informed consultation and like workshops, even just that, just to give a little bit of hope to people that, you know, because I I know a few ladies um, that uh, are got married to their exploiters Mm -hmm. and they don't they want divorces. They want to. They, yes. they were forced to get married to them and they want, you know, and they and they want out and yeah. there's they don't have the money to file that paperwork, you know, and, and, it, and it's a trap. Just like you said, it's another hook. It's another way that they are, are kept captive. Financial yeah. abuse. I mean, and, and that and financial abuse is one of the most prevalent. I, I feel like that's got to be the most people don't even realize it. They just say, oh, my, my my partner takes care of the bills. I don't have to worry about it. Well, you should, <laughs> because that means that you that's something you don't have control over in your life. And it's absolutely important. Yeah. To- <laughs> Some awareness, at least. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, there's, there's no. just so many avenues, but. Hopefully through, you know, organizations like Love Never Fails, Redemption House of the Bay Area, and many others that were able to really just, you know, turn it around as much as possible for, for my grandkids, your grandkids, everybody's yes. grandkids. You know, that's that's who I am doing it for. Um, yeah. You know, just to just to speak really quickly, my oldest, he he grew this grew up through this with me and he's he is the unhealed version of myself today. And it is really hard to watch essentially me at that age, because I know what he needs, but he's not in a place to receive it. And that's got to be the hardest lesson of them all. So if I can help somebody else, you know, when their kids are are younger and not having to go through that, that's my goal. Yeah. Well, and, and how old is he? He's now 23 and I just turned 23 earlier this month and he's, you know, he's got a good head on his shoulders. So we, you know, I'm pray for him and, you know, send up the good intentions and just, uh, waiting for, let me encourage you. Let me encourage you. I have a 28 (laughs) year old and my 28 year old was quite the challenge, uh, (laughs) as a teenager 
um, and even young adult, very, very challenging to raise him as a single mom and in a domestic violence home. And I put him through the ringer and it showed up in every kind of way for a baby. You know, I, I've apologized so many times and he's like, mom, you did the best you knew to do with what you had. Yeah. But I'm telling you right now, I'm so proud of him. And he's, you know, he's an awesome husband, an awesome father, uh, a man of God. He runs, you know, he teaches Bible studies with young men his age and even older men. I just, I'm just amazed. He provides for his family. And it's all the things that, you know, I wasn't so sure about, Carolyn. Yeah, (laughs) but I kept praying for him. I kept praying and praying and praying and uh, just the power of a praying mom. So keep on going and let, like you said, you start, it's it's breaking here in your generation. You're breaking that trauma, um, generational trauma. So congratulations to you. We're going to take a quick break. Come back and talk about ways that people can get involved in Redemption House or the CAP Project um, program. And so uh, we'll be right back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We've just been having a great time talking with Carolyn today. Um, Thank you so much for being on the show, Carolyn. We appreciate you. Yeah, Um, thank you. How can people get involved with the work that you're doing? Well, let's see. Um... You can reach out to Redemption House of the Bay Area. They have a website. It's redemptionhouseofthebayarea.org, I believe. Let me double yeah. check. Yes, it is. And uh, if you're in Santa Rosa or Sonoma County, you can reach out to Community Action Partnership of Sonoma County, capsonoma.org. Um, or you can go in person to their location at uh, 2250 North Point Parkway in Santa Rosa, California. Um, and uh, coming soon will be my website for my paralegal services. That will be, a t- uh, you know, we will keep you, uh, advised when that launches, but probably in the beginning of the year. So nice. I want to make sure I get the process right. So I can do a decent job by everybody that I get to help going forward. Yeah. So you bet, you better cool. build it to scale. I, I, that's I, right. I, I'm believing that it's going to go big. So Excellent, Carolyn. I love it. I love it. Okay. A few other announcements. Um, a few things, right? So I want to just um, remind you all, we have Operation Christmas Child coming up, and it allows you to give joy to a child overseas in poverty, war, or famine by packing an empty shoe box with fun toys, supply supplies for school and hygiene items. And you can bring your shoebox to any of their 35 drop-off locations in the San Francisco Bay area um, during November 13th through the 20th, which is their national collection week. 
and they will be sent to um, children in need overseas with the gospel of Jesus Christ, where the gospel of Jesus Christ is shared along with an invitation to a life changing discipleship program. And this has been going on since 1993. Um, there have been 209 million Christmas presents given to children in 170 countries. And um, if you want to learn more about where the locations are, you can go to SamaritanPurse.org forward slash OCC. And there you can search for an Operation Christmas Child in your area. All right. Um, hopefully you will support them. Excited about what they're doing always. Also wanted to um, thank those of you who came out for our golf um, annual golf fundraiser, our first golf fundraiser. We had 124 golfers out there, you guys. We were sold out. Wow. It was an abuse, a, a beautiful day um, on the green. I did not golf, just so you know. I, I, I spared everybody. But uh, I was very inspired. So next year, I probably will try it because it was. I'll be out there. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. And um, so that was that looked really great. But thank you all for thanks for all to all the sponsors who came out. Um, also wanted to uh, just uh, share a couple of more things with you. We have end of year coming up. We have Giving Tuesday coming up. We have um, we have, you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up. We want to invite you to partner with us. Um, We're going to do an outreach on Thanksgiving uh, for Thanksgiving in San Jose on the 25th of uh, of November. It's going to be from one to six right in front of San Jose City Hall. So please come out and join us um, and bring some store bought food or some hygiene kits or some water uh, um, uh, so we can distribute it to the unhoused and to the low income in that community area. Um, uh, n- new clothing, socks, um, jackets, uh, sleeping bags, anything like that. That's going to be, again, November the 25th uh, from 1 to 6, right in front of San Jose City Hall. Um, and then we're going to have in uh, in Hayward at our Community Engagement Center, which is 22580 Grand Street on December the 23rd. Come on down. We're going to have a Christmas giveaway. We're going to give out hot cocoa and 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 snacks and um, presents. And um, we have uh, some uh, just some generous folks, you guys, that have been giving things to us. We're going to be able to love on the neighborhood um, so good this year. And so if you want to uh, join us in supporting people in the community that are underserved, under-resourced. As y'all know, we live in one of the most, uh, our office is in one of the most impoverished areas in Alameda County, um, in Cherryland area. So please come mm-hmm. out and support this work. Um, and, you know, we're going to be taking our outreach out everywhere to, uh, to, uh, we're going to go to Santa Rosa. We're going to go to Richmond. We're going to go to, we're going to continue to go to San Francisco, Stockton, Sacramento, Figueroa. We're going to be hitting the streets. We're opening up an outreach center in 2024 where we're going to do more and more partnering with city serve, partnering with uh, just serve, partnering with agencies that want to get products and services and most importantly, love into the hands of the people 
um, that we uh, that we care for and we see hurting out there. So please join us. And you can do that by emailing me if you have questions, Vanessa at loveneverfailsus.com, going on our website, loveneverfailsus.com, or one of our social media pages, whether it's Twitter, Love Never Fails 5, Instagram, Love Never Fails Us, uh, Love Never Fails on LinkedIn, and Love Never Fails fan page on Facebook. We're out there. All right. We hope you had a good time. It's uh, yes. wonderful to be with you all. And of course, if you need to hear it um, one more time or you've never heard it before, We want to make sure that you know that you are loved. Thanks for joining us this week on Love Never Fails Radio. We trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.